What's the biggest dating WTF that you've ever experienced? Had a Tinder date and the guy bought his girlfriend and asked for a threesome without saying a word about it in advance. I gotta wonder how many times he's tried that and what the success rate is. I'm choosing to believe that he didn't even tell the girlfriend about it in advance. He just turned up and said, Ladies, I've got a proposition for you. Girl told me within 15 minutes of our first meeting that she was doing the deed with a married co-worker and her favorite part was seeing him cry with guilt after it was over. Holy crap, not only doing that but bringing it up on a date 15 minutes in. This is the first comment that actually makes me really mad. Yeah, usually something you bring up on the second date. I think I would literally just get up and leave without saying a word, like I'd never seen her before. 1. She was so wrapped up in her phone that she didn't notice I'd moved over and started a conversation with some other guests. 2. Asked if she could bring a friend to feel safe, completely understandable, and I was fine with it. She brought her best friend and her date. Both girls ignored us pretty much all night and we left without them. He turned out to be a pretty cool guy though and he invited me to join for weekend football, where I made even more friends. Maybe she just wanted free food. I've heard stories of people that meet online and go on dates and their date just doesn't interact with them. Like one-word answers, on their phone, no eye contact, orders anything they want, being rude, etc. I once got catfished on Tinder. Nothing out of the ordinary, right? This person had me meet them and acted as if they were not a different person. One of the craziest experiences of my life. You got catfished and gaslighted at the same time? Gasfished? Cat-lighted? Gat-flished. A girl I'd been seeing for a couple of weeks or so asked me to go with her to a funeral of some guy that I didn't know. What I didn't expect was that the funeral was for her fiancé. I got out of there real quick once I realized why everyone was shooting me glares the whole time. I was the side piece. This story is just so wildly uncomfortable and horrifying that if I ever accompany a date to a funeral, I'm going to be checking in advance to see if the venue has a built-in ejector seat for the guests before I confirm. If anything, they should have been shooting her those glares. Who brings a date to their fiancé's funeral? My wife likes to ask me silly questions like, Would you cry at my funeral? To curb this one, my response was, Well, I wouldn't want to look like a B-word in front of my new girlfriend. I'm quite proud of this one. Beehive Girl She had a Marge Simpson hairdo about 18 inches high. She was an actor and couldn't understand why roles would demand that she cut her hair, so she turned them down. I went on three dates with her just to hear her stories. She was totally oblivious that she was the problem. It was like I was watching a soap opera or something, but she was serious. This could be a pretty amazing Seinfeld episode. I went on a Tinder date with this one girl whose bio said something like, You won't like me. I'm a disaster. Spoiler alert, she was right. But she was pretty attractive, so we went to get tea at a local hipster joint. She was obviously depressed. She told me about her hyper-competent other personality that she sometimes slips into and how her current life goal was to move several states away from her family and work at a gas station, even though she was a senior bio major. As the date was ending, she freaked out, saying that she forgot her backpack in her last class but doesn't have a car to get back. Apparently, her mum dropped her off and then went home, half an hour away in the suburbs. So I took her to get her backpack, then she told me that she needed me to drive to her house because it was late and no bus was running there. So I drove her half an hour back to her parents' house in the suburbs. On the way, she told me that she actually has a boyfriend, but sometimes she likes to see what's out there and that this is what our date was. Oh, and she's also pretty sure she's a lesbian, but likes the power involved in getting a guy to like her. For some reason, we never saw each other again.
That's a pretty good example of the term crappy person. The setup for the comeback is real, though. Too bad it didn't work out this time, huh? Drop her at the curb? How did you keep from dumping her at the closest 7-Eleven and heading for a bar? At least you're not the boyfriend, so I guess life could have been worse. I had a guy ask me out on a date and he suggested a Japanese restaurant I liked. After I ordered, the server asked him what he wanted and he said he wasn't hungry. I asked him if he wanted to wait until he was hungry, but he said no, he just wanted to watch me eat. I laughed nervously, thinking it was a joke, but his expression said he wasn't joking. The sushi was good, though. Because people are asking, I paid for my food at the end and he didn't offer. If he paid, I would have felt crazy guilty rather than being weirded out. No second date, I take it. Nope, but my relationship with that Japanese restaurant is still going strong. This guy went on and on about how he hated promiscuity and whores. Later on that night, he tried to go up my shirt and touch my chest. I stopped him and said, I thought you hated promiscuity. Oh, he was using code for, I hate girls that won't sleep with me. My ex in high school asked me to shave every last hair on my body. Like everything except for my eyebrows. I refused, so she dumped me. She's now married to a guy with alopecia. No joke. Hey, I guess there's someone out there for everyone. But they don't have eyebrows. She's probably still hunting for the perfect mate. Eh, could always sharpie those bad boys on. I think I was like 17 or 18 at the time. We were fooling around. He starts suckling on me and says, in a baby voice, Baby wants his milky. I really hope you busted out laughing. This sounds like a green text. Oh my god. Just told my husband this story recently when we were driving around the town we grew up in and reminiscing about our teen years. There was a guy who I'd seen around town, usually across the street from a bus stop I used often, that I thought was super cute. I wound up meeting him a couple of years later at a mutual friend's backyard barbecue. And he was cool, and remembered me from that bus stop. Apparently he had been into me from afar as well. And we decided to move to the front of the house to speak privately and possibly make out. Well, he was super drunk, and we talked and sat next to each other on the front steps, and as the conversation dwindled and our faces moved closer to kiss, inches away from each other, he turns and vomits like a fire hose between his legs. I tried to comfort him a bit and then went back to the party and left shortly after. He felt terrible and asked me out later and I said, frick it, let's not totally blow this guy off, everyone gets super drunk sometimes, sure. But his idea of a date was taking me to a graveyard in broad daylight to get drunk and I realized he was very, very dumb. And I never spoke to him again. I was 17, my boyfriend was 20 or 21. We were out to dinner at a fancy place with his parents. He loudly turned to me and said, By the way, since he won't sleep with me, I'm banging other girls. With his parents inches away. That dinner became incredibly awkward after that. To clarify, I was a virgin and not ready yet. Could I just say if that was my 21-year-old son, I'd spank him like a freaking toddler over the table. If it was my son, I would have sent him home and enjoyed the fancy dinner with his ex-girlfriend. Well, enjoyed is a strong word. It would probably still be awkward. I once went on a date where I probably said like five words. Girl just talked for over an hour and a half without ever including me in the conversation. Just reminisced, complained, and bragged about her life for over 90 minutes straight. I was so taken aback that I just kind of drove home wondering if that experience was real or not. Not a date, but this reminds me of one of my girlfriend's friends. She kept telling my girlfriend how she wanted to meet me and all that. Had a dinner. Not a single question was asked by her. It was all about her and her mother and her weird racist tangent about how she, a white woman, 
couldn't see Black Panther in her home state of North Carolina for fear of being jumped and mugged by the black people in attendance. I would actually hazard a guess that the woman in question may not have had many friends due to her, let's say, garrulousness and crappy opinions, and was looking forward to meeting the new boyfriend because it meant someone she would have a free pass to run her mouth with and have him not walk out because he didn't want to annoy his date. In my junior college days, had a girl invite me over for a study date. Her dad was home and we actually studied at the kitchen table. Dad seemed cool from the little conversation we had. Aside from a 7-Eleven run for snacks and cigs, her dad was 10 feet away from us the whole time. I thought the date went well, we talked more than we studied, made tentative plans to see a movie. Couple of days later, I texted her, what's your weekend looking like so we can check out a flick? Grab some dinner. She replies back it's not going to work, she wants someone more forceful. I was like, what? Apparently her running to her bedroom a few times for things she forgot was her hint to me that I was supposed to follow and pounce, I guess. I was very new to the city and ended up setting up a date with a girl off Tinder. I spent a lot of time looking into cool bars and suggested a bunch to her, but she ended up really wanting to go to a certain bar, like wouldn't take no for an answer. I looked it up, it looked okay, nothing really that special. I figured she had some sort of thing with the people who worked there where she could escape if the date went bad. Fast forward to the date, it's going really well, she's absolutely gorgeous, and the conversation is really easy. I bring up the choice of bar and why she was so adamant on this one. She said her ex-boyfriend works there, and that threw me off. But I figured, they broke up a while ago now and are just friends. So I question further, asking how long ago they broke up, and she tells me two weeks ago, and that he is currently our bartender. I look over at the bar, and this massive 280-pound guy is giving me the biggest death stare. I was wondering all night why he was being such a prick to me, and now I understood. I got out of there pretty quickly after that. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. A guy I saw for less than a month, if I recall correctly, took it upon himself to vent any problems relating to the relationship that we had to a male friend of mine he didn't really know well at all. In retrospect, he was a peculiar guy in many different ways, and this hampered his ability to make his own friends to whom he could vent and get advice from. At the time, however, it was incredibly strange for my friend, who explicitly told him several times, Dude, Sheila's my friend, not you. I have no idea who you are. Please don't come to me with complaints about her. I think it took about four or five tries and my dumping of him for him to understand it. Some guy took my glasses, ran out of the restaurant with them, and I got a text like 15 minutes later of him taking a selfie in them at his place. He said if I wanted them back, I would have to come over to his place. Holy crap, what a butthole. Did he mention an alternative of, or the police could come and get them? I honestly really should have done that. This was while I was in the Marines. I met up with this girl from POF. All seemed well from our chats and texting, so we decided to meet up for a date in Palm Springs. Nothing out there yet. I get there to find out she has kids, which she has brought along, but never told me about having kids whatsoever. And without missing a beat, she asks me right there to have a contract marriage. I spit my drink out ASAP while she tried to explain how it would benefit the both of us. I just looked at her with a stern look, told her to get her crap together, told her to lose my number, and walked the frick out. Hey baby, want some Tricare? She is the textbook definition of a dependent. She had previously told me how irresponsible her sister was. Her sister received a positive result for her piece. Sister thought it meant she was clean and didn't have it. I don't get the logic either. 
A few weeks later, we had been seeing each other pretty casually and she mentions that her sister wanted to swap. Yeah, no thanks. On the third or fourth date, I went back to his apartment to have a glass of wine. We had a great evening until near the end he said, Wow, I can't believe you passed almost every test. Turns out he set up his apartment with small girlfriend tests. He made sure there was little to no toilet paper to see if I would change the roll, if I rinsed my dishes, if I turned out the lights behind me, where I put my jacket and shoes, etc. Needless to say, there were no further dates. That was no man. That's his mother wearing his skin, testing you. This gave me a chill. Like, he just couldn't wait to reveal his master plan? That he'd put her through the gauntlet of girlfriend material tests? Yeah, major D-bag. Now, setting up one or two of those small tests in and of itself isn't inherently terrible and will make for a nice story a couple of weeks or months later, but in fact that, for him, the whole date seemed to revolve around those tests is a red flag. The secret final test is to have her fight his ex. Not major, online match, meet for dinner. She tells me she's lactose intolerant, proceeds to order food with lots of dairy products. The restaurant was small and in an old house, so the bathroom was the single closet style that happened to be less than 10 feet from our table. Her food upset her, so she uses that loudly and leaves the door open after she's done. Yep. Still asks if we can go get ice cream afterwards. Ugh, that girl likes to party. I'd been dating this guy for about a month. I knew he was pretty freshly out of another relationship. We were having beers on a patio at a tap house nearby, and his phone rings and he answers it and proceeds to talk to who I realized was his ex. They were arguing and talking about their breakup, all while he was sitting at the table with me. After about an hour and a few beers later, a guy at the table next to me gave me a kind of nod to join his table. I did, we talked about what an idiot the other guy was being. We spent the next couple of hours chatting, D-Bag left when his phone call was over, and my new friend and I ended up dating for a year, and we're still friends to this day. I've been on and off the dating app life for a couple of years now. I just got my first big boy job and moved to a new area. I matched with this cute girl who was a junior in a college nearby. We had a nice first date, got coffee and walked around. We set up plans to grab lunch that weekend. During lunch, we decided to go on an impromptu hike. I drove us to my house to grab some water, snacks, change clothes and we had a nice hike. Everything was going pretty darn well. We texted and kept up throughout the week. That Friday, I was at a friend's house. We had a few drinks, so I didn't feel comfortable driving back home. He didn't have an Android charger and my phone was dying, so I sent a courtesy text to let her know I was going to be out of commission for a while. The next morning, I get home and charge in my phone. After a few seconds, I get a slew of text messages, around 50, all from her. It was a spiral into insanity. At first, she told me to have fun and have a good night. Then it went to, hey, are you free? To, why aren't you talking to me? And near the latter, she mentioned she drove to my house and didn't see my car. She accused me of sleeping around. Basically, any and every insecurity got projected onto me within a couple of hours, all while I was asleep. I called it off immediately. She probably had some deeper issues and I hope she's gotten help or is happy. It was just the transition from a few nice dates to that night that made me really take a step back and go, what the actual frick? People who do this, think your complicated feelings through, condense them into a concise message, or sleep on it and leave it at that. You're only going to drive folks away with your walls of text. Case in point, My ex was kinda like this. She was totally normal until she had a lot of personal issues happen all at once and just kind of lost her crap after about two to three years of normal dating. 
I can't have my phone on me at work a lot. Sometimes I'd turn it on at the end of the day and it would start with, Hi, how are you? And progress into, Are you actually at work? And, Oh my god, you'd better not be with someone else, you freaking hussy. And she'd eventually work herself back to calm and be like, <laughs> I'm just so crazy sometimes, that's why you love me. Hint. This does not make someone love you. She did this about once a week, along with other crazy crap like spying on all my texts and Facebook messages and harassing my female friends. I finally broke up with her when she refused to get any therapy. The last fight we had was her screaming at me about how dare I get my master's degree before her, and I clearly did it on purpose to make her feel worse about her life. To clarify, I did struggle to keep our relationship intact for almost two more years of full-on crazy psycho behavior, but there's only so much crap you can take before it starts affecting your own mental health as well. And also, for the record, it did make me realize that all these women I knew who were in terrible relationships that I was, like, huh, she should just leave them, yeah, now I realize it's not actually that easy when you love someone. Oh my god, I used to be like this. It's like relationship PTSD. It happens when you've gotten gaslighted or cheated on, or have a few other things happen to you that leave you with trust issues. I did a lot of therapy that only marginally helped. It got better only after I was in a stable relationship for a little while, where my partner provided strong boundaries like, I understand where you're coming from, but here's what behavior I will accept and which ones I won't accept. Staying within that structure means now it's downgraded to minor freakouts and play wrestling when they won't tell me what they're laughing about on their phone. I said something the guy I was dating at the time didn't like, so to punish me, he punched himself three times in the jaw and knocked out a tooth. A year ago, I met up with a girl I met on a dating site. We went out for coffee and had a good talk about movies and video games. Then, everything got weird and she asked if she could read me some of her poetry about her ex-boyfriend cheating on her. She proceeded to sob in public in the middle of the poem and wouldn't stop until she was finished with her very long poem, despite being a blubbering, sniffling mess. There was no second date. Her next date heard her poems about her date with the guy who didn't like poetry. Her date after that was easier because she could just reuse the poems from the previous date. On two separate occasions, I've gone home with a guy after a perfectly lovely first date to find an array of adult bedroom toys laid out on the bed ready for use. Don't get me wrong, I'm generally down, but you can't just spring that on someone, guys. There has to be a discussion before you bring out a leather hood and a Flogatron 3000. In both cases, there was no second date. He made me Uber to him, $20 one way to a nice building, so we could Uber together to a bar by my condo. Cost me 40 bucks to go somewhere two blocks from my place. I don't get it. He then pulled a pint of Svedka out and chugged it in one shot at the bar. He ordered two drinks and shoved me the bill. He hit on the bartender in a language I don't speak. She was very uncomfortable. He then asked me where I lived. Told him the name of the building, he decided that he liked my building better than his and wanted to stay with me for a few days to check it out and buy a penthouse. I said no, but he could contact a realtor. He went bat crap crazy. I looked down and he's on Tinder while screaming at me. He showed me a girl and said he was going to frick her if I didn't let him in. I told him to go for it, I'm not interested. He followed me the whole walk to my place, stumbling, grabbing my arm, and screaming at me. He tried to steal my purse. The police ended up coming up to me and holding him long enough for me to get home. He sent me a series of bizarre threatening messages that night and kept randomly messaging me that he loved me, I'm a B-word, I'm his only hope, he was going to have his way with me against my will, I posted about it on Facebook and some other friends had run-ins with him. Guess he's homeless and was getting by by staying at people's houses and borrowing their stuff to look like he's somewhat wealthy to con more people. If I'd let him in, I'd have been screwed. 
It was a crap show of events for a first date. Here's the short version of an insanely crazy date. Took a girl out hiking. She bought a machete. She stripped down into the buff and started whacking through the foliage with her blade, and then got mad at me and threw roadkill at me. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.